welcome back to the movies made us do it me and matt are back how are you matt i am pretty good sir how are you i'm i am well i am well uh you know last week we did our uh our recent reviews yep. and uh at the end of that you said hey let's do tetsuo the iron man for our our, our movie review and yep. i said huh that's a fucked up movie <laughs> and uh i haven't watched this since the 90s and i rewatched it yesterday and uh that's a fucked up movie <laughs> <laughs> but i had an absolute blast i forgot yeah, how much i love this I've movie. so yeah uh, there's a, a couple of bits I, i'd sort of forgotten but yeah it gets lost in the mix because there's, there's a lot of stuff that uh, happens in a very short film this is the shortest film we've ever reviewed i think i think you're right yeah I, I, i'd forgotten that it was this short it's like a hundred minutes or something um, yeah so this is this is probably going to be a short video i would imagine so or sorry no it's not it's 60 isn't it it's about it's about an hour yeah, it's about about an hour. Hour long. yeah. um and i i just wanted to before we start imdb has the best tags for this film ever and i just want to read <laughs> them out to you yeah go on then metal rust body horror very little dialogue giant metal phallus Okay, well, that... I, I think that sums up this movie that's incredibly well. Spot on, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You can't better than that. Yeah. Um, the, the only thing they missed there was erotic dancing. Erotic, yeah, occasional erotic dancing, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, of course, we are we are reviewing Tetsuo the Iron Man from 1989. When did you first see this movie, Matt? Uh, so, uh, one of my best mates is obsessed with uh, Japan and... Uh, Hong Kong at the time mm -hmm. um, and I was not quite as obsessed as him but pretty but you much are massively obsessed. into body horror so. I do love body horror yes yeah. which is actually which is, I didn't realise this. we're doing uh, Shinya Sakamoto before we're doing Cronenberg which is hmm, that is true yeah we haven't done any Cronenberg yet but oh, I want to do Videodrome soon <laughs> yeah well I think we'll do that not maybe not next, but we'll do it in a couple soon. of in a couple soon. of uh, yeah. We don't <laughs> want to do two in a row, but like soon, <laughs> soon. I was thinking yeah, about it. Watching this made me think about it, and I was like, I really want yeah. to do video drone. Actually, same thing. As soon as I was watching this, I was like, Oh damn, we haven't done Cronenberg yet. This is this is all wrong. We're doing it out of order. I don't really mind which Cronenberg we do, but but no, video drone is the one I, I haven't watched in recent. Think recently. video drone is probably the one that I would choose. Mm -hmm. Partially because it's got Blondie in it, but um, <laughs> um, so yeah, so he was obsessed with, and uh, as soon as he heard about this movie and it came out on you know video over here, yeah, we it and, we, and we watched it. So I, I don't remember when it came out on video over here. I've got a feeling it was early nineties. Well, think. I, I certainly I saw it too. like late nineties. Mm. Um, and I, ha I don't think I've watched it since, but. It stuck with me. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely it remembered it. This so this in in the in the twenty odd years that I've been with my wife, mm. this is the only movie that she's made me turn off. Really? Yeah, yeah. This is the and and I've, why? I think we've seen some pretty gory movies before, but this one for some reason really got to her, and then she okay. didn't even get that far into it. And she said she thinks maybe because it reminds her of Superman three. <laughs> okay. And when, when um, the bad guy's sister gets uh, robotized. Oh, I was I was trying to make a connection in my head. Yeah. Okay. So that I mean I think that terrified a lot of. Yeah. Scarred a lot of kids when when they first saw that movie. Yeah. And I think um, it's it I think it scarred her, and I think for some reason it reminded her of that. And yeah, she was like, nope. No, no, no. I was, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was thinking back to 2007, 2008. No, maybe later. I don't know. Whenever Iron Man came out. And yeah. you know, you always get that thing where, you, you know, like um, uh, all of those like Asylum and stuff, they always make these movies yeah. kind of cash in so that grandmothers accidentally buy it for their grandsons and granddaughters. Yeah. And I was thinking, I imagine a grandmother, like when Iron Man came out, came back is like hey i got you oh, iron man <laughs> yeah <laughs> this yeah you really best don't thing want to show this movie to your 13 year old no i mean okay i don't know there's, there's yeah, probably worse not things, 30, but i wouldn't but, recommend it no i mean <laughs> um, but i do recommend this movie i i i yeah. don't know who i recommend it to but i love this movie well i think um 
that's that's the thing, isn't it? I think this is it's definitely a... one of those movies that is not for everyone. Oh god, no! This is like a really arty, weird movie, and you're either going to go with it or you're not. And yeah, I love it. I um, think anybody who is into body horror or you know, Lin, I would say anybody, any any fan of Lynch or Cronenberg, yep. would, would because I mean, yeah. Sakamoto Sukumoto said himself that he that those are his influences. Mm. So anybody who's into that sort of stuff, you know, and, and doesn't mind a Japanese movie, um, anybody who likes industrial music. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that as we open. <laughs> um, I love the soundtrack to this movie. Oh, it's amazing. It's, it's uh, awesome. Oh, now I've got, oh, where's my notes? Uh, Chu Ishikawa, mm. who was in, uh, two industrial bands, uh, Der Ossenrost, and Zietlich Vertiger. I probably completely mangled those, but so yeah, he hadn't ever scored a uh, movie before at this point. Yeah. And Sugimoto had played a couple of tapes that somebody gave him a load of tapes and said, "Look, this is what you know." And he basically listened to them all. And was ah oh, that one? That's the that's the guy for me. And he basically said to him, "Look, I just want everything to sound like striking metal." And, and it he, does. And he, well, he he said. Damn, how am I going to... Like, first of all, he took it literally and thought, right, I can only do it with striking metal. Oh, I see. Yeah. And then, so he was like, oh, God, you know, how is this going to work? How is And then he was like, hang on a minute. He probably doesn't mean literally. Doesn't mean literally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he came up with the soundtrack and what a soundtrack it is. Well, I mean, as as we open, uh, we we get... Because at first, it's kind of... You don't really quite understand what's going on at first, uh, which you could say for a lot of this movie, but... Uh, you you just get these scenes of this guy uh, and and all of this metal and metal moving about and things happening to this incredible score. Like it's such a driving, like aggressive. Well, that's that's, the, that's even that's not even before we've had the. Oh, do we get the sex music first? We get the metal fetishes first. Yeah, yeah, no, no. In yeah, the intro, speed. the the intro bit with the metal fetishes is what I'm talking about. We don't get the tune until he, um, until after that because it's a dream isn't it uh did we watch two different movies because <laughs> i'm pretty sure this opens with the, the 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 credits are like literally the music's there like almost immediately that's how i remember it okay well <laughs> could uh, be wrong that's how i remember it from yesterday well i i the version i saw um you get the metal fetishist walking in he does his thing yeah to and the then music. and then you get the music with the salary man that is that is not what i remember from yesterday but we'll go with it um okay so anyway the the same scene metal fascist it is in his hideout and he's he's surrounded by like weird photos of athletes and stuff yeah for some reason he seems to be have two obsessions metal and running people yeah yeah um but i i see now i am sure the version i saw literally had the music playing over this um as he okay. puts the metal into his wound and stuff uh the music is playing i thought but maybe i'm uh, wrong maybe i misremember the version that I... Uh, I i could be wrong um but anyway he's he the the visuals here are incredible uh the mm. visuals for this whole movie to be honest especially considering the budget are yeah. amazing yeah. um and anyway he he's sweating and he's like Oh, I don't know. It's weird because because he sticks this metal rod into his into an open yeah. wound in his leg, Cut, right? Cuts his leg open, and then in the, and it's the way the build up as well. He's oh like, god, he's yeah. the, the metal pipe is ridged, and he he puts it between his teeth, runs and shit. along his oh. teeth, yeah, and you get all, and then he and basically when he inserts it, the final push, that's when you get that explosion and the like everything starts going on fire yeah. and, and all the pictures sort of blowing. Then you get sort of. It's a little later, you presume. He's. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming it's a little later, and he yeah. unwraps the bandages and yeah. is surprised that after sticking this dirty metal rod into his open wound <laughs> in his leg, yeah. that it's rotting and is covered in maggots. He's shocked yeah. by this, apparently. Yeah. Um. So he he starts screaming, and he he runs out of his I guess place hideout wherever he yeah, is factory. Scrapyard, yeah, broke. Um, and industrial he, factory. He runs out into the street screaming, um, and then he's hit by a car. Yeah, um, and then you get this amazing sex music. 
yeah, it's it's sort of it's porn music. Sax, saxophone <laughs> sort of would you say rock and roll? <clears throat> yeah, it's... kind of. It, it just reminded me of like it is like kind of. Uh, I see. I took it to be that it was like sexual. Oh yeah, I think so. Because he loves. He just got hit by a car. He loves metal and stuff. He's the way about the that. cars, the, the way the camera the cars then filmed as well over the car. In, it's like in, filmed like, like a sex object. If, and, you know, yeah, extreme close up mm-hmm. as it goes along the the wheels and the, the the headlights, and then along the grill. Yeah, and as it goes along the grill, then you get the crash noise. Mm. And then, if I remember right, that's when you get the the driving the, metal score. The and it, it, you get that great shot of of the salaryman at an angle. He's diagonal. Yes. And the light comes on, and just for a brief second, then it goes off again, and it goes, and then and the, the music's just amazing. It's crazy. I I love the music. Um, and to be honest, that was one of the things that really stood out to me rewatching this. Um, mm. Amazing. Yeah, and he's you know there there are things popping underneath his jacket, which looks like they could be biological yeah he's having like all of these visions of like machinery and and yeah. metal and weird and, stuff and you i mean you get the, the, the long loving shots of weird machines doing god knows what yes yeah yeah who knows yeah um, i mean there's there's and there's you know there's plain there's like a steam hammer and there's it's like big industrial and, stuff isn't it yeah yeah um and and then we cut to him shaving. Yeah, I, I think. But he sort of wakes up, doesn't he? Because it was like a it's yeah, it's like a like weird a dream, and he's woken up in a in a hot sweat from the. Um, and I was going to say as well, this movie is very sweaty. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of, of very sweat. sweaty. But again, it, it adds to that because uh, even in the in the start, when when um, the the fetishist is 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 putting the metal into his leg, you're like, is he sweating from like? Uh, being aroused is it like sexual sweat is it the infection is it both is it just hot in there like yeah it's kind of uh and and it kind of goes through this movie where people are sweating off of him as well isn't it yes like heat rising off of him yeah um so yeah he wakes up from this this crazy crazy vision um and he goes to have a shave uh and and when he's shaving he kind of notices this metal thing protruding from his cheek yeah it sort of looks like a diode doesn't it it's a bit it, yeah do you know what it reminded me of is like you know the the ikea billy bookcases the thing you used to hold the shelf up <laughs> oh it's like one yes. of them coming out like a small one of them coming yeah. out of his uh um i did get vague flashbacks to um first contact oh yeah oh god yeah i hadn't thought about that the dream in a dream yeah and the you know the thing coming out of his face at the beginning mm yeah that's a that's a fair point that i hadn't considered um so of course finding this uh, as you would he touches the the metal thing because he's kind of like what the hell is that in my face yeah uh and and as soon as he touches it blood just kind of spurts everywhere yeah, it's and... sort of almost like a spot it's sort of yeah squirts blood everywhere doesn't mm-hmm. it um and you know he kind of screams in pain um and uh and then he's kind of like you know in a weird trance as he as he speaks to his yeah. girlfriend on the phone he's got this he puts a plaster over it and he's he's reading the newspaper but with it right in his face and yeah all they're saying to each other is hello mm. yeah over and over again yeah wish, wish. And, and and they're saying it in such a like kind of dead way yeah uh, and obviously we will come to realize why these two are well, they're they're pretty. Mad. Though no, there's only one person in this film that I think is not messed up. Uh, but we'll get to her in a bit. <laughs> um, these two are a fucked up couple. Um, oh yeah. And uh, but they're almost like I I don't know if like some regrets come in here at this point because they're both they both sound very like like they're in shock and kind of dead. Um, yeah. But uh, but anyway, yeah. He 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 says that like uh, she says sorry that she can't stop thinking about it about yeah. what happened. Well, they sort of, it's almost like that they keep repeating the same thing again and then all of a sudden he sort of again he starts and sort of comes out of it mm. and, and she and then it's all oh she he says she says hello and he yeah. says oh uh, hello and then she says you know I, I i can't stop stop thinking about what you know what happened and, and yeah he's like yeah i've been feeling weird too 
Yeah. It doesn't mention the metal thing coming out of his face. No, um, he does not. But, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> he bandages himself up, puts a plaster on it, and uh, and then he heads to work. He, he's, he goes to work. Uh, but while on the platform, he sees who I think is the only innocent person in this movie. Yeah. This poor little woman. And she's just sat there, minded her own business. Reading her little book. Um, and a life lesson here. If if you are ever <laughs> out in public and you see yeah. a weird flesh metal heart thing on the ground, probably yeah. don't poke it. Let's, let's not poke Just it. Just probably not. Probably and not. Because it is I pulsating as well. Like, it yeah, is clearly... pulsating. And, look, and you get... So, she sort of... She notices it. I mean, he's mm. sort of... He sits down next to her and he's yeah. sweating buckets and... She's yeah, all, he's probably, again, probably infection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. He he moves away. She moves away from him, and then she notices the thing on the floor. And what I like is you get a sort of, you get this double thing of you 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 see her sort of looking at it, but you also see her looking at it from the thing's point of view. Yes, yeah, you kind of get it. It's very televisual. It's it's mm-hmm. the screen flickers like it's somebody watching from a television. Yeah, and you also get like a a quick flash of somebody inside a sort of metal womb yes you just see his shoulder and sort of the back of his part of the back of his head yeah and it's he's like you know come on come on to touch, this, touch it yeah to this, to this <laughs> poor woman and eventually she takes that she goes to touch it and then she stops herself mm-hmm. and she takes out a you know very exaggeratedly I, I might add she takes out a pencil and then you she sort of you know she, you see the just about to touch it and then you you the, the camera flicks to to the the salary man um who sort of you know sat there and you can hear itching yes hear scratching and he looks down and he sees that her hand now is completely transformed and she's scratching at it with a pencil yeah like re- relentlessly scratching at it yeah uh, at this weird growth of metal in flesh um and then she chases him <laughs> yeah she turns to him and her face is altered she's, yeah you know, she's got some ridges in on her forehead and she basically chases him down yeah and so i very love... system shock at this stage yeah yeah i love the way he whenever he you know the, so the salary man you know he's running through the the, the subway and he comes out onto yeah. the street and he he moves along sort of alleyways and things until he it's my favorite and, part of the movie he ends up in this sort of toilet but the the journey there the camera just sort of doesn't really almost focus on him as he's moving it's like focusing on the network of pipes that run along these alleyways and things and well it's it's the... weird because you you later because this is actually my favorite part of the movie is all the bits when they're traveling yeah i just think are like mesmerizing and just amazing to watch yeah. um and it's weird because like even later you've got those those really fast shots and like you said he's focusing on everything around them and but like it's almost like whenever it cuts to them they're not moving the camera's moving around them and they're just stood still but moving forward even though they're not clearly moving and it's it's yeah. a really weird effect but it's, it's awesome yeah it's just, it's a big big old stop motion movement thing isn't it it's yeah. it's they they're sort of sliding along through the world sort of thing mm-hmm. <clears throat> so eventually she uh you know, he he runs and hides um, yeah. in in like a workshop. Um, it's but... a toilet, isn't it? It's a it's a toilet which has got this weird grid on the the top of it. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. Uh, but anyway, she catches up with him, um, and uh, well, after a bit of a struggle, he he does manage to he he stabs her. her. Yeah, he stabs her with a pen, I think, through mm-hmm. the through the grate into yeah. her neck, and she sort of toppled back, and he comes out. And he thinks that's it. And he goes to walk off and of course she gets up again. Mm-hmm. And that's when you get the first of the actual movements. Yeah. It's, it's you at this point you don't ne- you don't actually see it. You just see the, the the movement and he ends up smacking against a wall sort of things like Yeah. You know, how did that happen? What the hell, what what just happened? And you notice that his the heels of his feet are you, you don't get a good shot of them yet. But they're they're clearly deformed and something weird's happening down there. Yeah, yeah. And the the the, the poor uh, woman in uh, she's 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 down as woman in glasses. 
Yeah, I don't think anyone's actually named. No, no, no. He's, you know, you've got the metal fetishist. The businessman. Salary man. Yeah. And then you've got woman, which is Robert, his girlfriend. Robert Downey Jr. and Pepper. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so after, after you know, well, she defeating tracks, her. She sort of faces, you know, she tracks him down. She holds him against the, the wall. And she basically looks like she's inserting his her the hand, which is like all gooey and gross, mm. uh, into his mouth. Yeah. And then he wakes up in his apartment. Yeah. Uh, and then he has another weird dream almost immediately after, uh, yeah. where he sees his girlfriend dancing around. Yeah. With a giant hose penis. Yep. Uh, and then uh, she and he's he's in this it's 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 her living room and yes. he's naked and he's you know on all, all fours yeah and she's you know doing this weird exotic dance um, with this weird sort of hose yeah with what kind it's not not quite as drilly as the as, as subsequent but it um, it's got a big metal head on it it does indeed. And then uh, proceeds to bugger him, basically. Yes, to be clear, this is not yet the giant metal phallus that IMDb was referring to. <laughs> yeah. This is big, but it this there's, is long. It's long, but it doesn't have... before you get to that one. This one's got the length, but it doesn't have the girth of, <laughs> of the metal phallus we'll get to in a moment. Um, so, uh, yeah, so she she uh, sodomizes him with this, this, this hose phallus. Yep. thing um and then I, I i i guess he wakes up it's up again <laughs> yeah, yeah like you said it is very first contact with the dream in the dream um yep. uh, and then uh he he realizes that his his he's starting to transform like he i guess he's he's you know because he looks at his feet and then he looks at his arms as well i think yeah his, he, his, his arm has got like a big block of something on it now yes yeah um so then he goes to meet his girlfriend and they have sex yep and then like in a, no, in a number of different uh yeah all the positions and all over the all over the, <laughs> the little apartment um and then he starts feeding her food yeah this is a, it's a really weird and i um this scene is supposed to be funny is it yes i thought it was kind of gross and horrific yeah but it's a supposed to be funny and I, I didn't I, get that I <laughs> see i kind of find it funny because well, it's way... weird because there are bits of this film that i found funny that i'm pretty sure they didn't intend to find funny yeah but this bit i found kind of gross and weird i think it's definitely you know i guess similar to american psycho it yeah. is definitely funny but in a very bleak and dark way yeah 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 okay <laughs> he's he's cooked he's cooked it looks like noodles of some kind. Breakfast or something? It looks like onions and there's a sauce. There's definitely a sausage. There's sausage, yeah, there's sausage. I thought it was noodles at first and then sausage or something. But you might yeah. it might be onions rather than noodles. You might be right. He he while he he picks up a, a forkful and puts it in her mouth and it when sounds she like bites, metal. Yeah, when she bites down on it, it scrapes and it, and he sort of feels it. Yeah, he kind of winces, doesn't he? And he sort of, you know, he's feeding her at, at arm's length. But he's sort of obsessively shoveling, the, scraping the f- food off. This oh yeah, because you get the noise of the scrape as well on yeah. the plate. And he's, you know, and she takes this bite every time, yeah. and it's a different sort of scraping sound until it sort of booms at him because he puts this, he takes this sausage, and I mean that's the thing I think is funny: the sausage. Thing. The sausage, actually, the sausage is funny. I can believe that. You know, the, the suggestive sausage that she she bites to an explosion. <laughs> Um, and he kind of suddenly loses control and hides himself uh, away in the bathroom. I think yeah. it's the bathroom. Yeah, it's the bathroom. And he refuses to come out, and he's like, you know, you can't see me. And she's like, ah, you won't freak me out. I'm yeah. I'm made of sterner stuff. Yeah, nothing uh, shocks me. And it's like, I I don't I I think you're going to regret this decision. <laughs> um, she's very yeah. insistent because he's like, no, leave me alone. Go away. You can't see this. You can't see me like this. And she's like, I can take it. Um, which again, words she will come to regret. Yes, she definitely, uh, 
chooses um, the wrong words there. Yes, yes, as the Joker says in Dark Knight, poor choice of words. Um, <laughs> so he uh, he opens the door and uh, he he now has a giant penis um, made of metal drill. Yeah. Um, and uh, he basically starts attacking her it's almost like he doesn't want to but like he can't control himself he's like lost control of of you know um and uh she they kind of tussle and fight for a bit she manages to stab him with a fork yeah or a knife it's a knife i think she stabs him a couple of times and she stabs him i think in the the arm or the leg at at first and he 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 backs off a little but he's still this 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 you know drill that he's brandishing at her mm. and then she i think stabs she stabs him in the neck. the neck yeah and he he basically goes down and she thinks this is the thing because then she thinks he's dead right yeah presumably because he's he's on the floor at that point yeah. but then she decides to sit on him to like kind of sit on his chest right next to the manic massive giant penis drill i think it's almost like she chooses to impale herself on it maybe i, I... did think this was a tactical error on her part <laughs> um yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe you're right maybe maybe that is the uh the intention that she I does think the intent is that she's killed her lover and now she wants to join him I think. well we we will find out that uh she is all about having sex around dead things so it's not yeah. terribly surprising if that's the way she yeah, decides to go here we probably have had the first have we had the first we get clips of it but i don't think we see the full thing yeah until right I near the end see it on the tv and also on the tv actually oh yes of... we get we do see them having sex on the tv quite a lot yeah we don't get the context of that so scene. There's, there's also on the screen so before so sugimoto and all the people in this in this movie they were all part of this theatre company called the Kaiju. I think it was the Kaiju Theatre Company. Okay. And they'd made two sort of short movies before this. Um, I think one's called The Adventures of Rod Boy, I think it's one. <laughs> and the other one is... Oh, I'm gonna... I, sh- I shouldn't have amused me as much as it did. but Yeah. Uh... The other one is... Uh... I'm going to mess this right up. Uh, Futsu... Shizu no Kaijin. Um, and that one is basically a short, it's an 18 minute version of this movie. That oh, they did really? First. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's a very truncated version of this movie. Right. And So is it um, actually this movie and then they added more to make this movie or is it yes. completely different shots? It's, there's, oh no, it's completely, I mean, you can see. It's the, the same but different. I, same, what I mean yeah, is, it's the, not like they filmed eighteen minutes of scenes and then added more. No, it's they completely different. Shot set. They okay. reached the whole. They reached oh. the whole thing, and you. So the, um, but they they reused obviously bits and pieces from the from the from some of the objects and things. But it's it's completely completely reshot. Um, yeah, it is on YouTube. They, the, there's a version oh. of and and of the, the the Adventures of Rod Boy, which is that one's um, about a boy who it was has a giant Basic metal tele- penis uh, well no a telegraph pole growing out of his back oh that's that went um, a different direction to what i expected it's weird it's weird it, he's sort of bullied uh his this girl saves him and then he produces a time machine and says look at this he, and then he ends up being sucked into the future where a group of vampires are trying to build a machine to block out the sun okay and they travel like they do. They'll put all of the other sun-blocking machines businesses <laughs> out of business. Yeah. That's the plot line to Highlander 2. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the Earth like, Shield, they, they, they claim, is um, putting other businesses... They, they have a monopoly on the Earth Shield. Yeah. Like, how many Earth Shield companies are there right there? <laughs> so, yeah, there are, so there are parts of those videos playing on the yeah. TV yet. It, it random parts throughout mm-hmm. the movie. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he's not dead. Spoilers. Yeah. And uh, and the, the the drill turns back on and uh, it kills her. Um. And um, he basically wakes up after this and um, 
he he kind of realizes that you know his his girlfriend's dead and obviously he's quite yeah. distraught and then we I mean, you cut... don't you don't see the actual like the wounds or anything but you do see the you see the corpse spurt of blood yeah and you see her lying there yeah the implication is that she's died yes horribly. oh yeah she's... i don't think well <laughs> yes she's definitely dead she's yes most certainly dead um and uh we also i think at this point get the fesh- fetishist uh, yeah, we laughing. See him in his little metal womb. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> he is now kind of the Iron Man. Um, well, it kind of he keeps growing, but yes. you know, um, he gets a phone call. That's that's the thing is, is it, we forgot to say actually. While while they're while him and his girlfriend are fighting, yeah, he is sort of absorbing bits of metal and things as, as he's going along and she yeah. throws cutlery at him and he uses cutlery. Kind of becomes... He actually he actually re-energizes himself by t- sticking a fork in yeah. the, the uh, thing. And I think he goes to kill himself, but it doesn't kill him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then, I, I think that's probably fair to say. Then he gets the, yeah, he gets the, the phone call. He gets the phone call from the fetishist um, and uh, he, he basically says, you know, he's coming for it. And I think this is where we see the full scene. So the fetishist was was busy jabbing metal into his thigh. And then he realized it was going off uh, and that he was on the turn. And then he ran out in the road and he gets hit over. He just happens to get hit over by two perverts (laughs) in their car. And they, they run him over. And at first you think, oh, they're shocked. But then they decide, well, first you're like, okay, that well, this was an accident, right? <clears throat> they didn't yeah. mean to run him over. They ran him over. Now they just want to hide the body because they don't want to go to prison or whatever. So that's what they're going to do. And you get those shots and you're like, okay. And you see the, the camera rolling down the hill as if they've thrown a, the body down the hill. Because <clears throat> you're kind of seeing it from the fetishist's perspective. Yeah. But then they decide to have sex in front of his dead body in the forest. Yeah. Um, Which I you know i guess that added insult to injury to their, uh... <laughs> i think so yeah. yeah i think he was a bit annoyed about that so the uh the, the fetishist is is now coming for revenge yeah and i love that you get this sort of weird you know he he puts on makeup yeah he uh he spikes his hair yeah and then he 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 produces flowers mm-hmm. and he you know shoots across the city holding these flowers and again i love these shots all of the travel shots in this movie are awesome yeah. and this one's really good because yeah. like in his wake you know before, actually it's not his wake is it? it's before him it's it, it's like a, a, a the wave before mm-hmm. him as he's traveling the wave before him all you know smushes all the metal so you get yeah. things like uh, a row of uh, bicycles that all sort of mangle. It's and... all like stop motion, and it just looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's completely, all, completely stop motion. Yeah, I mean, this, this movie took eighteen months to to make. I'm surprised. It honestly, I'm surprised it didn't take longer. Some of these animated scenes, I just imagine taking forever. But, yeah, um, it's awesome. Um, so I think uh, the 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 business guy tries to electrocute himself. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't work. It just makes it worse, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, the, the fetishist arrives um, and uh, he possesses the girlfriend, the dead yeah. girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and and as her starts attacking the businessman... He sort of says he's surprised that he's not dead. He, he's, yeah. He's, he's sort of fascinated that this didn't kill him. Mm. Yeah. Um... And and then eventually, it like she kind of bubbles and kind of uh, I don't know. It's almost like she kind of like rots away, and he's yeah. there. That's the only yeah. way I can explain it. It's I think it's because he's sort of rusting, isn't he? He's yeah. Because he explains later that the parts that he used weren't stainless steel. No shit. <laughs> the parts that he used on him, the parts that he got, the the, the, the... yeah salary man got with stainless steel mm-hmm. so they're not rusting yeah uh, and you can kind of see that in the way they look as well yeah like um the fetishist is way more dirty 
yeah in in color is it this movie's in black and white by the way yes um, but, yeah. but in terms of like the tones um, and whatnot and and the makeup as well makes him look a lot more dirty mm-hmm. uh whereas the the businessman is quite gleaming metal whenever you see it so yeah it, you know it, it, i won't say it makes sense i was about to say it makes sense i don't <laughs> know that it makes any sense <laughs> But there is a logic. It makes, it makes sense within the movie. There is some internal logic at play here. Um, so anyway, uh, the the you know he appears from within his girlfriend, um, and uh, basically kind of overpowers the businessman, um, yeah. and and kind of gives him this crazy vision of of the new world. Yeah, he says, "Let me show, let me show you the new world." And, and you'd basically... be surprised to find out everything in the future is metal. It's, yeah, everything is metal, and he's basically he's, he's puts a TV on him, doesn't he? He puts it yeah. right into his face, and it basically merges in onto his head. Mm-hmm. And he's shown this land. Um, it's quite an amazing landscape of of just metal, and you know, uh, how, I mean, how do you describe it? It's like weird balls suspended by limbs and yeah it's yeah just a massive endless field of metal <laughs> yeah um and then they fight and and the the the, the fetishist we get these oh, again amazing scene of the fetishist chasing the businessman through the city yeah which i love um it's kind of just an escalation of what we've already seen but it is just awesome um, yeah and uh and then he's kind of taken out briefly um he gets this 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 vision i think of his childhood i'm assuming so we get yeah we get that we get two things we get the the scene of a doctor who says um how are you surviving how are you surviving you know this this you've got a piece of metal in your head yeah and he says to him i love the the way that the, the doctor just says well if i remove it you'll die just think of it as jewelry. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, and and then you get <clears> this <throat> other. So when they're zooming through the city, you keep seeing this tramp. Yes. Um. So you know, like in alcoves and things, and and as it goes away, and then you you sort of later you get this this vision of the tramp sort of saying, "Hey, boy," and he, you know, he starts beating this boy with this metal pipe and presumably that's where part of it ended up in yeah his brain. so you basically you get the what i like that what this does is because it's you, you get the adult voices going no no sort of thing you know mm. it's stop, stop 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 and then they sort of morph into a child's voice yeah so this clearly happened to the metal fetishist he obviously got attacked at some point by a tramp who lodged a piece of metal in his yeah brain. basically beat him with a pipe until it was lodged into his head and it and he survived it he not only did he survive it but he also thought more of this please yeah yeah i i like it let's, I, let's, I like let's do some more this metal inside my body um yeah so apparently there's two scenes that were removed from the from the movie oh, really? when, he, when he was editing yeah there's a apparently there's a scene where he killed the uh metal fetishist kills the doctor oh okay uh, so but yeah when i get presume when he was a kid so yeah. we get that they, they he decided that it didn't quite gel enough with the overall story and the other one is apparently the girl with glasses does a whole tap dance routine oh that i would have liked to have seen and he basically what, like said, as the the crazy robot yeah yeah that would have been and kind he of said fun. It, it, even though it was like really cool and, and beautiful he said it was too singular mm. for the movie fair enough so he, he removed it um so after that the the, the tv falls off his face we, we oh get, yes yes we get the origin sort of story mm-hmm. um and then oh, this is actually where he explains about the rust i think isn't it yes yeah um and and the the businessman manages to kind of escape to this factory doesn't he and he kind of he's resting in a factory yeah um i guess assuming that he's got away or, or that it's kind of resolved but then the fetishist turns up and uh and uh, attacks him but now like the businessman is like this huge lumbering mass of metal at this yeah. point um 
and uh so the the he's kind of beyond the fetishist's uh attack ability now like yeah he's, he's kind of he's become i guess through the power of stainless steel he's he's more powerful now and he's huge yeah. um and uh so the fetishist attacks him and then we get this great stop motion scene where they they're kind of absorbed he's absorbed yeah. that the fetishist is absorbed and they they combine into this one thing yeah again you get a lot of weird womb imagery oh this this whole movie is just full of sexual imagery uh yes. and frustration and uh mm-hmm. well the the, the lust and and just yeah the it's... main theme of the movie basically is so sakamoto basically saw where he lived when he mm. was a kid there were like green areas and you know he remembered it that way but slowly as he got older it was all industrialized Industry. yeah and his father was very strict um he were his father worked in advertising and he was very strict and he, his whole thing was, you have to be number one, because if you're number two, you might as well be number 600. Right. And so his like brother ruthless business. Yeah, yeah, his brother apparently was was very sporty, and he... he, he oh, so he was number one, so yeah. Yeah, his, his brother embraced this, that sort of, that philosophy, and, and Shinya wanted to make movies, and he wanted to draw, and he wanted to do art. And his dad basically went, you know, every time he saw him drawing, would go, yeah, that's useless, you're, you're worthless. Right. And he, for a while, he actually did become a salaryman. He he worked for ad, in advertising. He made adverts, right. And then he decided that he he did no longer wanted to do that because it wasn't fulfilling him. You know, he saw the the crushing pressure that salaryman get you know gets to them, and 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 all the the industrializing that turns people into basically robots is what he, you know as he as he he saw it. Mm. So he left that and jointly made up the this theater company that that toured and obviously you know all the people that are in this were in that um theater company oh interesting so yeah it's 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 kind of it's 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 all about obviously fetishism as well i think but it's it's, but also the the death core is nature rapid industrialization and and the pressures of being a salary man oh interesting um i can see all those themes now that you've said it Hmm. anyway as one big lumbering monstrosity of metal um mm-hmm. they uh charge through the streets and they 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 they've got to burn the world yep and then turn everything into rust i mean you haven't described the uh big lumbering monstrosity Ron, do you want to describe it <laughs> so it's literally a giant pulsing penis yeah which the fetishist is coming out of the top the tip of of course holding holding an uzi uh-huh and the uh, salaryman is in the the shaft along the pulsing vein of of this uh, this penis, and they say how wonderful they feel and yeah, how they're, it they're, is, and that they're going to make everything metal. They're going to make any, everything metal, and I think we get more sex music. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to 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 finish it off. Um. So that was that was short but sweet but that, was, that that was the iron man tetsuo a film yeah. that i i've you know the more we were talking through this the more i was like it's really it's really difficult to explain a movie that is mostly visual um yeah. this is a film you just kind of have to see mm-hmm. like it, it's it visually is, yeah. stunning i think especially for the budget there are some amazing close-ups and yeah it, there's a lot of fa- very you know very close-up eyes and, and faces mm. that, that are, you know and they're, they're all amazingly expressive they're all obviously overreact overacting yeah and which you know i think is a very conscious choice it's not they're not they're not bad actors they're doing it on purpose yes oh yeah yeah i think i don't think there's much in the way of accidents in this movie it's it's very purposeful yeah um i mean so when they were making it they all lived in that apartment the apartment you see was is the girl the, the woman's apartment it's um oh uh, really uh what was my name uh uh kei fujiwara so they all lived there except for uh tomura taguchi who played the salary man he was the only one that said okay i'm not gonna live in here i'm gonna you know distance myself during the evening and i'm gonna go away and come back and he said over the 
the, this, the, the, the time that they were doing it, slowly but surely people just dropped away and they left because the conditions were so bad. And I think Sakamoto was, was a bit of a tyrant, I get the impression. Hmm. Um, and, you know, he himself says, you know, well, yeah, of course, you know, I, I, I was. And, and, you know, they kind of everybody fell out. They all fell out. He, you know, even uh, Kei Fujiwara, who was, who was, you know, kind of his partner in crime, as it were. She, she did all the the costumes and she did some of the cinematography. Um, and and I think she was surprised that he credited her with all the, these things. Actually, when the the thing was finished, um, but. Uh, Taguchi was the only one that, that sort of stuck with it, and he said, "By the but, you know, he said he left one day, and when he came back, the entire lighting crew had gone. God, so he had to do the rest of the lighting himself. Wow. Um, and literally by the end of it, the only people left were the the core cast. I think three and the camera the director, I guess. Yeah, and that wow. was it. Um, and I think." Gucci is the only one that sort of remained friends with it with him. Oh right. And he says mainly because he just wasn't around it. Because from memory, that's... he turned up for the sequel, right? He did, yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. another in itself another Yeah, because I mean it's it's not a se- it's not really a sequel because well, it kind of is, but it is like like all of this promise of making the world rust comes to nothing, and then in the next one he's just a normal salesman again. But then he yeah, still not, has the metal powers. Different, and... It's different people. Yeah, they're different people. It's 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 not really connected at all. Because at the end of this movie, they make the world. As far as I'm concerned, they make the world metal. That's it. Yeah, I always yeah. thought that uh, it was the same character, but they just basically no, I, did I, a I, retcon I, on the whole thing, and he was like somehow just transformed back into a normal salesman again. Yeah, I don't no, know. Yeah, it, because you in the second one you see. Um, it was about his they, son in the second one. Isn't they were it? His experiments. Son gets abducted or something. They were well, him and him and the metal fetishists were brothers. They they're well. I say I mean I call him the metal fetishist. So, um, Sakamoto uh, Sakamoto was was mm-hmm. um is their brothers, and they were experimented on by their father. Right. In, in, that, in that version, so it's not actually connected. Right. Okay. I I, I I barely remember the sequel. Like, I haven't seen the third one. No, I didn't even know there was a third one. So that's that's yeah, news to me. A, um, uh, the Bullet Man it came out in two thousand and nine. I've, oh, I've never I found it. it. There we go. Yeah, I've not seen that one, so I don't know how that one goes. No, looks like a different cast. Potentially, looking at the trailer. Huh? I didn't. I didn't even know that existed. So that that's yeah, yeah. that's new. Um, but yeah, in any case, uh, I, I, I don't know, like I said, uh, if you're, if you're into body horror mm-hmm. and, and really weird art movies and yeah, if, if you want an, ex- if, if you an want experience, ex- I think you were yeah. about to say that is a good, if you want an experience, yeah. that's what it is more than a film. It is an experience. And, and for me, what I love about this movie, it's, 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 for me, it's the same sort of thing that you get with, with Cronenberg and Lynch mm. and it's. For me, it's look what you can do with no budget, with you know just a camera and some friends. Yeah, look, look at the the you know the artistry. The, yeah, exactly the yeah. artistry. And it's if if nothing if if nothing else, just appreciate what these guys this you know these guys did, you know, with very yeah. little. Um, and you know, it's it's like like we said at the beginning, it's really not for everybody. No, no, it's it's not. But it's. But I will say I loved rewatching this. I had a blast. Yeah, it's it's a great it's a great little, you know, I, I, like I said, I've forgotten how short it was. Mm. But it's a great movie for for just the pure fantasy of it, the pure, you know, technical brilliance of of what you can do with 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 these few things. Yeah, yeah. And you know, he he went obviously he he went on and he, he did he. he you know, he's done done other a lot of other movies afterwards. He, you know, this this one kind of made him. It won the um, the I think it was the Italian an Italian film festival. One oh, of the judges, which was just brilliant, one of the judges of that festival was uh, Lloyd Kaufman. Huh. Which kind of you know, it's like says, ah, well, I mean, Lloyd Kaufman would clearly love this movie. Yeah, yeah. And this is this is sort of right up his alley, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, they, they won that. And he, he was weirdly while he was making this, the one of the, the previous the Rod Boy, he uh, I think he put that in for a um, a competition. I forget where where it was, but it was another film festival. And while he was making Tetsuo, he you know got the message that it actually won this prize, and he was like, wow, it, oh. I've actually you know so this that his previous you know sure had already got you know somewhere yeah. so he was and this kind of made him and you know that his net obviously for the second one yeah they gave him a budget you know he had he had a budget he worked with and he, he's gone on to make some i was they're all very provocative films they most of his movies are they're not they're not standard movies there are some, some really interesting stuff like i think it's snake in june is, is really good and um oh what's the other one that i really like oh um Tokyo Fist is really good as well. Yeah, it's he's he is a, he's a great sort of singular, I would say singular director. He he has a a real eye for these amazing details. And you know, listen, he he edited the Tetsuo. He he did most of a lot of it himself. He edited it himself. He said, and at one point he got to the point where he was going to burn the negative. Really? Yeah, he's he's because of whenever his father criticized his work, he would immediately rip it up. Destroy, oh. and I think he got to the stage where he thought maybe this is his dad's right sort of thing, and he was gonna burn the negative. He's like, no, fuck this. And you think Jesus Christ can imagine all that effort just to burn it? Yeah. And I'm sure there have been people in the world that have done that. Oh and yeah. We've never, you know, we haven't seen those movies because the director didn't. But thankfully, I, I think it, we didn't get that, and, and you know, he he preserved it and, and we got to see this amazing this absolutely amazing movie yeah yeah it's incredible but yes so that was tetsuo the iron man and uh check it out it's it's a certainly a short movie so uh won't take much of your time but and uh, i still i couldn't convince my wife to watch it this time <laughs> i'm not surprised i said oh i'm gonna watch tetsuo do you want to watch it he went no <laughs> absolutely are you sure? not <laughs> are you sure you don't want to watch it no but yes, so uh, we will be back next week uh, with our usual review fair. I have, uh, I have, I went to the cinema, and I might go to the cinema this week. I might do two weekends at the cinema. Imagine that. Good lord. Good lord. What is what is happening in the world? Uh, I saw yeah. Creed three last weekend, and oh. uh, might see sixty five this weekend, depending okay. on uh, a few people want to fancy watching it. So might end up doing that. You're welcome to join us, of course. Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, we'll be back next week with uh, with all of that good stuff. But uh, until then, stay safe, take care. And uh, for the shortest episode ever of this podcast, <laughs> yeah. we will catch you next time. <laughs>